Hey guys, Merry Christmas. Hope you are doing well. I, um, I've got some really good interviews uh, that I really wanted to release, at least one of those this week, but I think I'm going to uh, table those and, and let you hear them in 2018. I wanted to just take uh, some time as we approach Christmas uh, this weekend and this next week um, just to offer gratitude uh, and a sincere deep, heartfelt thank you to all of you guys who have um, joined this conversation and who have uh, been a beautiful face and voice at the table that we've set. In 2015, I read a book called uh, What to Do When It's Your Turn, written by Seth Godin. The day I finished that book, I bought a microphone. I had no idea how to use it. I used GarageBand, uh, and I created a podcast and through a series of buttons on the internet, it went into iTunes, and I just never knew that um, this type of work would be so life-giving, so fulfilling, um, and would just connect me with so many beautiful stories across the entire world. I heard this week that, um, I can't remember where I saw it, I wish I could quote this person, but it was something along the lines of, there comes a point when your work life becomes your life's work. And the more I hold this sacred space, the more I, I come to know this good and true and beautiful conversation that we're trying to have here, the more I'm coming to realize that um, this is going to be my life's work. Um, the, the authors, the thought leaders, the sages, the, uh, the, all of the people that have invested their time and energy to share with us their insight uh, and those relationships that have been built is, it's just, it's, it's almost too much to even bear. There's, there's no words that I can say uh, to let you guys know how thankful I am for you and for this last couple year journey that we've had. Um, a lot of you have said you loved last year's best of uh, podcast episodes, so we're going to do that next week. Um, just to give you that little teaser, uh, we'll be producing that this week. And all of, I mean, I'm just sitting here going, man, I mean, the voices that we've had on this year, Sister Joan, uh, Father Jim Martin, uh, AJ Cheryl, um, I mean, it's just the list goes on and on and on. Uh, Aaron McHugh, all of these people um, that have just really given us their hearts and their minds and their souls and everything that they've learned. It's been such a gift. So I wanted to give you guys a blessing uh, as you approach this weekend. Um, of course, I'm always in that stance of pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love. Um, <clears throat> but for many of us, uh, we come from a t tradition that uh, celebrates um, this week that love became flesh and it moved into the neighborhood. Um, and it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. Matter of fact, you, you can't even be in the mind space to understand uh, such a story. It's almost a story that can't be comprehended or understood. It, it, can only, uh, it, it can only be lived and breathed and experienced and enjoyed. Um, and so, you know, we got a guy named John O'Donohue. Uh, John O'Donohue passed away, I think, about 10 years ago or so. And man, he, he would have been, he would have been like uh, an Air Jordan at the podcast for us. I mean, this guy, his words have been um, 
so insightful for me. And he's, he's written like books of poetry. He's written books on beauty. He's got a book called uh, To Bless the Space Between Us. And uh, I wanted to read this poem to you guys as you approach this week. Again, love became flesh and it moved into the neighborhood. Um, oh, it's just, yeah, it's too much. It should, it should leave me speechless, which it's done. Um, and so as we celebrate this week, uh, and we dwell on that, and we dwell on the mystery that that is, uh, and the paradox that one is, that the divine may show up in human form. Um, I just wanted to read you guys this poem that he wrote. It's called The Eyes of Jesus. And so I'll leave you with this poem uh, as you approach this weekend. Grace and peace to you. Uh, much love. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your people, taste every ounce of food these next few days, uh, take a ridiculously long nap, um, enjoy the breath that is in your lungs, be with each inhale and exhale, and uh, embrace the moment for what it is. Here's this poem. I imagine the eyes of Jesus were harvest brown. The light of their gazing suffused with the seasons. The shadow of winter, the mind of spring, the blues of summer, an amber of harvest. A gaze that is perfect sister to the kindness that dwells in his beautiful hands. The eyes of Jesus gaze on us, stirring in the heart's clay, the confidence of seasons that never lost their way to harvest. This gaze knows the signature of our heartbeat, the first glimmer from the dawn that dreamed in our hands. The crevices where thoughts grow long before the longing in the bone sends them towards the mind's eye. The artistry of the emptiness that knows the slow, the hunger of outside things until they weave into twilight side of the heart. A gaze full of all that is still future looking out for us to glimpse the jeweled light in winter stone, quickening the eyes that look at us, to see through to where words are blind to say what we would love, forever falling softly on our faces, his gaze plies the soul with light, laying down a luminous layer beneath our brief and brittle days, until the appointed dawn comes, assured and harvest deft, to unravel the last black knot, and we are back home in the house we never left. Grace and peace.